Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Uh, I am Kyle Luck and I am your captain this week. Uh, with me as always is Harlan Spinks. Say the thing. Aloha. And John Carr. John, do the thing. Dynamite. Nice. These <laughs> Mine are the was boys. at least like on, on uh, within the realm of like a piratey, islandy, Caribbean sort of vibe. <laughs> yeah, you had a theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's a reach. That could just be a thing that you say. That's true. But is but, it though? <laughs> yeah. Like your, your normal catchphrase. I guess, yeah. <laughs> John never says dynamite, so. I never do. That's, well, we could change that. We can talk about that's We, we can circle back on that. Guys, we'll talk about it. That's uh, coming up later. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about the internet phenomenon uh, known as uh, Slenderman. Um, I, you boys are both aware of Slenderman. I know Correct. the thin man. The thin man, yes. The, that the skinny thin, that, fella. <laughs> that, yeah, the skinny fella. The thin guy. Thin, thin man was actually the name of Slender Man when he made his inspired by appearance, appearance on Supernatural, the hit TV show. Mm. Which has come up now twice. <laughs> Which I feel like you might be able to do a dissertation, perhaps um, some sort of thesis paper on at this point, Kyle. You know, I could. Be, you know, it'd be really fun if we tried to find all the weird internet phenomena that have spurred or been spawned from Supernatural. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, like, well, I mean, Omegaverse content mm-hmm. uh, yep. is ripe uh, there. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're not here to talk about two brothers and an angel and a 67 Chevy Impala. No, <laughs> we are here to talk about Slenderman. So let's dive in. On May 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old girls in Waukesha, Wisconsin. John, did I say that right? You did. Waukesha. Waukesha, Wisconsin, held down and stabbed a 12-year-old classmate 19 times. My question later... We're we're just (laughs) flying out of the gates here, aren't we? (laughs) Okay, just imagine like... No content warning on this one. Buckle up, buckaroos. You know what I should have done? I should have been like... On May 31st, 2014. There you go. Yeah, to really set the... 12-year-old girls in Wisconsin held down... (laughs) This actually sounds worse this way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Uh, If you have some fucked up shit to say and and you're not going to give a content warning or like give a heads up, just read it in a creepy detective voice and everyone will know exactly... Everyone will know exactly what's coming. He thought he was just getting a glass of milk, but it couldn't have gone worse. Oh, God. What's about to happen to the milk? The milk is my concern. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. You know, actually, I should probably He's add a little content warning on the front of this one. So I might. Uh, if you're listening to this, you've probably already heard it. So now you're witnessing the inspiration <laughs> for the moment. Anyways, two 12-year-old girls held down and stabbed a 12-year-old classmate 19 times. When questioned later by authorities, they reportedly claimed that they wished to commit a murder as a first step to becoming proxies for the Slender Man. 
They also stated that they were afraid that Slender Man would kill their families if they did not commit the murder. Now, mm-hmm. how old How old were the, did you say they were? They were 12. And did they use the word proxy? <laughs> yes, and that's actually very key, and we will discuss what that means that's, a little bit later. That's some advanced English for some 12-year-olds to be thrown out during an interview, right? Yeah. I think, I think 12-year-olds are made different now. Like, they have much more advanced. True, uh, true. <laughs> They have access to everything. Yeah, we didn't really... When we were 12, we had the Oregon Trail. I don't even remember being 12. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck was I even doing? I don't think I was forming, like, fucking, you know, real memorable thoughts or events happening in my life. (laughs) Puberty had just started. That's that's the only thing that happened when I was 12. Puberty had just started. And oh god! It didn't go as well as he'd planned. Harlan's first pube. It went better. <laughs> uh, the stabbing in Wisconsin spawned a nation- nationwide moral panic over Slenderman, um, and the police warned that Slenderman the Slen- sorry warned that the uh, Slenderman stabbing quote should be a wake up call for for all parents that the internet is full of Ugh. dark and wicked things which you know look the yeah, internet but... is dark and full of terrors we all know that <laughs> something wicked this way uh, uh googles, googles. <laughs> thanks so, i like tweets actually that was probably better yeah, tweets that's better something but wicked th- this way tweets this is de- i i <laughs> this always whenever this like sort of uh like a story like this starts like my, I'm always so worried that like ah fuck another witch hunt here we go like with like m- heavy metal music in the 80s right you <laughs> know what I mean it's just like ah fuck old people just stay you don't understand there's so many other things it's such a small percentage of the internet that's fucked it's, up it's, like this it's actually interesting you brought up witch hunt I actually nixed a whole section of this where one one op ed I was reading about this yeah actually compared the Salem witch trials to the, like as a potential scenario for these slender man killings, if they were to continue. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Because 12 so, year olds were doing such a, a bang up job of organizing these murders. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one was called the operation stabby stab stab just for the <laughs> stabby, mix, stabby mix. Stab that stab. is not a joke. That is fucking real. Okay, great. Oh, I God. was going to ask for clarification. Nope. I did. That sounds made up, but that is what they, the, the lead girl, I can't remember her name. I don't really want to talk about her too much. Well, that was her. her. That's what the girl named the operation. Yeah. Did she also name that, uh, that famous boat, Bodie McBoatface? Is she, is she the one that came up with that one? I think 30-year-olds uh, came up with that. I don't know. Do you have internet access in the psych ward? Because that's where she currently is. <laughs> so who or what the fuck is Slenderman? Let's talk about where this guy came from. We're I think talk I'm good, about... actually, Kyle. I'm good. You want to wrap this one? Yeah. We're yeah, good? Hit, hit me with the kick drum. <laughs> cool. <laughs> nope. We're going to talk about it. Uh, the Slender Man was created on June 10th, 2009, uh, on a thread in the Something Awful internet forum. Do you guys know what Something Awful is? Yeah, we talked about it last week. It came up dirt for uh, memes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some- we didn't really talk about it. It was like people were posting on it. It's like a forum-ish. Yeah, it's, it, it was a very influential forum. A lot of like uh, strong internet content, a lot of terrible internet content as well came yeah. out of there. Uh, but it was a really strong community. You had to pay for uh, to have an account. Um, it was a it was a thing. Oh really? I thought I. 
Couldn't you view some of it? I feel like I, there was a yes, stint where you I could, was... You couldn't post. Post. You could, you okay, could view. got it. And you also couldn't open images uh, if you didn't have a paid account. Right, okay. So you couldn't open attachments. Anyway, so it was somewhat exclusive in that way, but it also attracted a lot of um, you know internet people. So, something awful internet forum... 2009. Uh, the thread uh, in question here was a Photoshop contest in which users were challenged to create paranormal images. Uh, forum poster Eric Nudson, under the pseudonym Victor Surge, uh, hell yeah, dude, <laughs> contributed two black and white uh, images of groups of children to which he added a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit. Uh, although previous entries had consisted solely of photographs in the in the forum, like everyone was just like dropping photographs, uh, Serge or Nudson supplemented his submission with little uh, snippets of text, supposedly from the witnesses, describing the abductions of the groups of children and giving the character the name the Slender Man. This this sounds kind of like a creepy pasta. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, have you guys seen the original, the 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 original Slenderman photo? I I don't think so. I can't remember. I, I would I love have. to. Well, I have it. If I could. Open what, what if chat. Kyle was like, "Well, I don't know what it looks like either." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was the uh, this is the first one. And then the, the the caption there is, "We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them, but its persistence, silence, and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time." So in this photo, you see like a bunch of children. They kind of like look odd. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm I'm a little worried as to where this photo is from. Like like actually, what yeah. this photo yeah, yeah, is actually yeah, yeah. from? Yeah, because that would make it more fucked up if this was from like some sort of horrible traumatic event. Like, a, but you and you, you see in the back do, there. You you kind of got to do a lot of work to see the slender man, the slender fella. Yeah, we're not working with a lot of pixels here. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's sort of what sparks the intrigue of him to begin with. So it's like this subtle, subtle, moldable, warpable idea of a villain or like a horrible, like a scary thing. Sure. That isn't so defined that can be molded to your whims. Well, and this this technique is like uh, it's a pretty it's a trope in like horror movies, too, where like, you know, before you see the full monster, you get like in the background little, you know, like a figure or like a yeah. silhouette of the murder or whatever. Let let the the viewer decide how scary it is or what would be the most scary to them. So in this photo, right. your imagination is more scary than actually than the yeah. actual monster. And which is horror. why sometimes seeing the actual monster is a letdown. Oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. It's like oh fuck, that's what Godzilla looks like. So that's what, what they s- do to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like. That classic character. Uh, so this this is effective because in this photo that you all listening can't see, but maybe some of you have seen, is just a bunch of uh, teenagers, kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of looking towards a camera, and they all have these different expressions. And in the back, there's sort of this blurry guy in a suit with his arms kind of outstretched, and you can kind of see him, but he also, also could be like a lamppost, you know? It doesn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. look like anything. Um, also the little other piece of the caption is 1983 photographer unknown presumed dead. So he added, so he added that, uh, there was another photo and there was another caption, but, uh, these additions effectively transformed the photographs into a work of fiction rather than just like a Photoshop. Um, subsequent posters expanded on the character, adding their own visual or textual contributions. Hence this becoming, you know, maybe Eric Knudsen created it, but it became, like yeah, everyone's collectively, free to run with it. yeah, collectively yeah. owned within the this community. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Nudson is quoted as to, uh, as saying um, his intention with Slenderman uh, was to formulate something whose motivations can barely be comprehended, which would cause unease and terror to a general population. Sure. And I mean, the, the kid in the photo right in the front that you showed us, there's a child, there's a teen... Right, there's a teen. Right there, there right teen. up next to the camera. That he, that teen knows something. Mm-hmm. He's looking right at that down the barrel. He knows what's he's something's fucked up here. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. I don't trust that teen. He looks like he may, he may have dealt it. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm sure. looking at it objectively, everyone's running away from this fart. He looks guilty as shit. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe Slenderman came from his. But dude, ah, uh, he's the father of Slender Man. Oh, he's Slender find, Daddy. We need to find that. We need to find find Slender Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get Slender Daddy. Okay, so uh, for the listeners and uh, anyone else who doesn't know what the hell is going on here, um, Slender Man is most commonly described as very tall uh, and thin, with unnaturally long tentacle-like arms, or sometimes just straight up tentacles for arms. Uh, which he can extend to intimidate and capture prey. You know, um, you know, he get up to the nasty with those. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the tentacles came out of uh, you know sex things. Um, mm. Okay, like, we don't need to talk. We don't need to discuss further about that. Sure. Yeah. Right Harlan, now on this episode, Har- Har- Harlan will do his own episode on that. <laughs> Give let's, me the creepy sexy let's, uh, stuff. Let's let's uh, let's talk about the sexual implications of Slender Man. <laughs> Take it to the bridge. Pervert or no. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In most stories, his face is white and featureless, but occasionally his face appears differently to anyone who sees it and interprets it their own way. Kind of like a boggart. It's kind of just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just just like uh, this like white. You can kind of see like where a nose would be maybe, but like it's all just like smooth. Like everything's like there's relief in some places but like he, like he's about to rob a liquor store and he put on like his mom's pantyhose over his head yeah he thought it, he thought he thought he bought an authentic rorschach mask but it doesn't rorschach <laughs> it doesn't you know? yeah. it doesn't rorschach <laughs> it does God dang it, it doesn't it God. will it rorschach <laughs> nope <laughs> that's what happens when you order from wish.com oh yeah see slender man he cheaped out man uh he's usually always wearing Gotta a dark by american suit. Yeah, by American. Uh, he always seems to be wearing a dark suit and tie, and uh, the Slender Man is often associated with the forest and or abandoned locations, and possesses the ability to teleport, apparently. Oh, um, that's fun. Sick. Proximity to the Slender Man is often said to, to trigger a slender sickness, which is a rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accom- accompanied by nosebleeds. Hmm. That also sounds like a coke binge right <laughs> sure 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 yeah. sure yeah like, yes i mean some cocaine induced of, psychosis yeah much of the backstory on where this came from but like i feel like he just looks we, like a bag of cocaine walking around we might be mm. onto something yeah yep um slender ma'am and this needs to be noted. Sorry, it sounded like you said Slender Ma'am. Slender Ma'am. <laughs> so we got Slender Daddy, Slender, slender ma'am. ma'am. We're really rounding out the whole yeah. family tree here. Yeah, skinny we got fella. It. Skinny fella. Yeah, we got Skinny fella. Thin uh, guy. Uh, slender Man does not directly kill his victims. Uh, instead, he encourages others in order to please him. Um, oh. So early stories of Slender Man. 
um, featured uh, him targeting children or young adults. Uh, and some featured young adults driven insane to act on his behalf, uh, speaking more to the, um, you know, the, the proxy idea, which uh, was actually introduced by the web series Marble Hornet. So one thing that is one to really uh, drive home is that while Eric Nudson may have created Slenderman, dude, the fan, like the fan fiction of this and like the growth of this across the internet of being like just a basic like creepypasta or like a meme took mm-hmm. on its own life of like people interpreting it their own ways but things would get voted down based on like the general like public's opinion of that would, you know Slenderman wouldn't do that like someone made a webcomic of Slenderman fighting the US army or something like that and everyone was like <laughs> no nah, that doesn't that doesn't fly there was one i can't remember that exactly fun what it as was hell, though. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something where uh, he was seen killing people and people were like, no, that's too obvious. That removes the horror. It turns him into a slasher kind of S- thing. Slender Man punches Superman square in the dick. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. That's not right That's either. not going to fly here. Um, okay. What if he punches him in the taint? Mm, okay, okay. I can work with that. We're okay. getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has a taint. That's cool though that... <laughs> that's inclusive. If Slenderman punches you in the taint, the only person immune to Slenderman is the man with no taint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't got one. The buttholes are right behind the balls, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> you have no power here. <laughs> I shit on my balls. <laughs> so, Marble Hornets. Um, is described best as um, found footage of a man haunted by Slenderman. It's it's uh, it is a fictional thing because Slenderman is not real, um, but it's set up to be like whoa, um, whoa, whoa. really. Oh, hold on! <laughs> you telling me Slender Daddy no, ain't real? <laughs> no, no, no! Slender Daddy is definitely real. <laughs> Slender Man, on the other hand, no. Sure, sure. Not so much. Got it. Uh, Thank you for the the clarification. Yeah, no worries. The premise premise of Marble Hornets is this guy's friend is setting out to do like a student film or some sort of low-budget film and uh, ends up scrapping the project mysteriously. And um, the main character is also a film student and um, can't... He he learns that his friend's going to throw out all the tapes and things that he took. And he's like, no, no, man. Like, don't... I'll, I'll see what I can do with them. So he takes his friend's tapes starts watching through them. That's what each episode is in the series of Marble Hornets. And Marble Hornets, uh, it's it's kind of this long... It can be considered boring at times, but... Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it is close to 11 hours, the entire, the entire thing. I watched uh, a couple episodes just because you gave us the heads up on, on it. Yeah. And man... Well, I mean, maybe this is very impressionable with the teens, but like watching it as somebody who knew a lot of film kids, it mm-hmm. reeks of somebody trying to make something creepy. It as reeks a film of student. film kid. Yeah. yeah. But this, this already had an audience and people wanted this. The guy has half a million fucking views on most of those videos. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe, oh, sorry, he has half a million subscribers, but he has more than that on the on the video. That's but, fucking hilarious to think about, just in YouTube, uh, like, achievements. To be a guy who made <laughs> this web series uh, about Slender Man that is so on the nose, theater, movie, kid, 
and then to like one day like he like he has plaques from YouTube like he has those yeah. like a gold the, and the a platinum plaque yeah, he did yeah. it <laughs> Hang, hanging for this fucking slender man thing that's supposed to be real quote unquote you know mm-hmm. that idea is hilarious to me <laughs> yeah it makes I mean hey, it, congratulations that's... on one million views on episode <laughs> yeah. one yeah <laughs> I mean what is real though because like slender man himself is just as real as like freddy sure at yeah, this yeah, yeah. point you know what i mean it's like it's, it's i tough. think it's the i think it's the content like the type of content that this guy has like a fucking gold plaque hanging behind him. totally no i know, you know I, what I, mean? I get what your That's joke was I'm, funny. <laughs> yeah I, i'm just now like kind of extrapolating this it's like rob zombie doing uh michael myers it's like kind of a, his take on michael myers so it's sure. kind of like this guy's take on whatever and he gets all the fucking credit for it awesome um so anyways (laughs) a little aside there uh slenderman um uh yeah so in in these episodes you might see like slenderman like stalking this guy like he'll like pop out or like you'll happen to see him on the side of a frame but like the cameraman won't notice it but you as the viewer will it's like this creepy like long like sustained dread while you're watching this right it's not trying like to a, find slender man in every frame sort of situation yeah because mm-hmm. eventually it's the a, guy like sometimes he's there and he like lumbers weirdly out of frame yeah 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 who like it's like oh there he was and shit um but you know uh it's like it's 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 long i've probably seen five six hours of it at this point over the years i have never finished it uh we we have a mutual friend who actually has seen all of it and says it's worth finishing, but um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but what this series like added to the Slenderman canon, like the lore of him, is that um, proxies, the proxies idea. He, the Marble Hornets, established the idea of proxies, which are entities or people who are under the influence or control of Slenderman or the same force that influences Slenderman himself. And acts based on its wants, needs, whatever. Um, they serve as an in-between for uh, Slenderman. So if you remember from the story earlier. Right, the, the kid saying, talking about proxies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, wanted yeah. To, they wanted to become proxies for him and they were giving an offer. What what is what's like what's the ultimate like achievement in like becoming a proxy? You know what I mean for Slenderman? Like no is it... fucking parents, man. <clears throat> no <laughs> rules. Pizza, whatever. I'm yeah, emancipated. Exactly. Um, I uh, I guess my question is like like how in like vampire lore, right? The whole idea of like you know becoming S- a vampire, somebody. Yeah, and and like you know you live forever. Like there's a a you get something out of that relationship. Like what do you get out of being a proxy for slender man? Or, or is that even, well, so I think sometimes in the case of these, these two girls, it's a slightly different from how it would work in the lore, but who's really counting sure. at this point. Well, it's mm. just them reinventing it and like putting their own spin on it, you know, in, totally in <laughs> totally that's what we're here to do here, it's a creative space we all uh, own slender man this is just our telling of it so mm-hmm. basically the normal way you become a proxy of slender man is not actually by your choice you are driven 
insane like you're, you you start believing you are insane <laughs> fuck yeah dude that sounds so sick or like paranoid like like oh fuck if i don't do this this dude's gonna fucking kill my family that oh, sort okay. of thing uh <laughs> kill so, my family what do i do <laughs> so you know people are driven there by just being near so if he if he wants you he'll just be near you and right. he won't do he won't do anything he'll just be near you and that will cause you to fucking go insane. <laughs> this, it sounds like you're in the shower. He's like, you're like, can you pass the soap? <laughs> I want to see a fucking sitcom with Slender Man where it's this like Slendy so- sl- Slender Soaper. We have weird creepy pasta type monster, but in like really mundane settings, like doing the dishes, mowing the lawn, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like Chad Vader. It yeah. also sounds like that friend that like you can't just you can't get rid of like everyone is annoyed oh. by them and like they we just all are have always that one there. friend. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I wonder if that was partly the inspiration for this. That'd be really interesting. You know, I just had this one friend. He just wouldn't shut the fuck up. He was always there when I didn't want him to be. Super so I wrote tall, Slenderman. Yeah, really pale. tall, cokehead, huge cokehead. Yeah, no, and so all the time, <laughs> all the time. So I wrote this story about a fucking monster that will make you go insane if you're near him. <laughs> So thanks, Chad. <laughs> thanks, Chad. You're you know you're really stepping up your work. Good job, buddy. Uh, you get the last donut. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you cannot the- borrow my truck. <laughs> no, you're I moving will not help you again. Move. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You sold me pizza from last time. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's proxies. Uh, the other thing that Marble Hornets like established that that has become well, there's actually two things. One is the uh, Slenderman logo, which is uh, he's got a fucking branding? logo. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Like so, in Marble Hornets, he'll like go to like I think it's like a water tower or like an old Firewatch tower. Sure. And he finds it carved into it, and then sees Slenderman or something. If I remember correctly, it's been a while, folks. Uh, but it's basically a circle, but then it has an X. Think the X Men logo, but the mm-hmm. X shoots out the sides. That's, okay, that's edgy and aggressive. I like, okay. that. but or, it's just like or, singular lines. It's not all fucking like X Men, right? It's just or or, or, it's, or it's just the uh, zodiac uh, sign turned uh, like fifteen degrees. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Or the stance socks logo. How fucking original, <laughs> Slenderman, <Yeah>. Slenderman. <laughs> Mr. Fucking Bill Slenderman. Slenderman. (laughs) Mr. Slenderman. (laughs) Sounds like the fucking narc at the fucking uh, at the party. Damn it, Slenderman. You're never coming to my my parents pool house again. (laughs) You're fucking really bringing this party down, Slenderman. God, I'm going to fucking atomically atomic wedgie you later, dude. Remind me, Slenderman. Please don't don't blow. (laughs) Yes, don't hurt William Slenderman. That's me. I'm like a house elf in, in Harry Potter. Please don't hurt Slenderman. Please. He'll do your dishes for a week. No, dude, he doesn't actually speak English. It's just like the sound of static when he opens his mouth. Ah! Ooh, that is actually terrifying. That actually works out great because the other thing that Marble Hornets established is that when Slenderman is near you, he can interfere with video and audio recordings. And it's like this, like, he can, like, distort audio just you know classic bigfoot move honestly classic classic yeah. techno techno powers yeah classic um, big feet. <laughs> classic yeah so the um the 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 static thing really got 
taken to new heights when uh, there, there was a Slenderman video game created. It was really like an, an indie game. Were there lunchboxes? Were there I, thermoses? Like, I remember is there a seeing, merch store I can visit? I remember yeah, seeing I mean, people on YouTube playing, uh, like couples would play the Slenderman game. Like one person would control the mouse and the other person would control ASWD. And they would like play it together, and it was just them reacting and getting the shit scared out of them, and like yelling at each other to like turn around and run. Right. So the game, I don't, I don't have it written down when it came out, but I'm actually this one. No notes for this one. I remember. I mean, it this was one. it was somewhat recently because I remember it, but I didn't remember how my 12 year old. Year. Well, it was certainly sometime in the last 11 years. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I remember I was up in Tahoe, and my buddy downloaded the game which is, you know, dark forest outside, much like Slenderman is. And then the game is literally just, you're in the forest and you're trying to collect these notes that are around yeah. and you're moving. And as Slenderman gets closer, your screen starts to get fuzzy. So you start to fucking, oh, you go, oh, fuck. And then you- He's near, he's close. Then you like turn to move because you don't want, if you, because if you get too close, you quote unquote die or go insane or whatever. Right. And that just equates to your screen just being all staticky. Um, but like, yeah, he would just, you would just turn and like your flashlight would hit like a certain thing, like an area and like, he'd just be standing there and that's when people would just go, holy shit. And they like fucking bail and then <laughs> like, like screens all shaky and everything. it's like very, almost like the game feels like found footage almost. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Marble Hornets also brought the static thing to life and then the game really fucking nailed that shit home. Um, it's a good game mechanic too. That's. That, that like came from a uh, you know a found footage YouTube channel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, as far as like a, a, like the game itself, it's like it's really uh, simple and straightforward. Yeah, but it's it's like sometimes that works. Like Among Us is simple and straightforward yeah, for the same yeah, purposes. True. Um, so the Wisconsin's stabbing and the negative media attention it generated. Uh, irreversibly altered the Slenderman legend and the online community surrounding it. What had yeah. previously just been like a creepy ass horror meme uh, to most people suddenly acquired a new level of reality that most fans of Slender fan, Slender Man, <laughs> Slender fans, oh my God. Slender fans. <laughs> we are subscribe the Slender to, fans. Subscribe to my Slender fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some dark oh, implications and to what that could possibly be. <laughs> Um, oh I mean, God. Like, could you imagine if like any of the creepy pastas that exist actually just became real and like somebody was like, oh no, it's a news story now. And then that would just completely upend. Oh yeah. You immediately have to go like, uh, I think I'm good. So, I'm going to take a step back. Yeah. We're going to not do this anymore. Yeah, yeah ma'am. So <clears throat> most of the fans, the main core community of Slenderman fans found this all horrifying. Uh, this quote I actually liked, I got from a TechCrunch article that was written by John Biggs. He says, in regards to the stabbings, uh, it was a horrible story and it underlies how little we understand about the psychology of a generation weaned on the internet and how images can morph from fiction to fact in the course of half a decade. Yeah, I mean, like, the imagination <laughs> factor is it's just at an all-time high here. And it's, it is taking something that exists in a story that could be like i guess viewed as an urban legend in, yeah in this capacity and then someone trying to make it real by essentially willing it into existence which yeah that's that's kind like, of a it's a lot it's kind of also like a dangerous 
path to go down by saying that like if if Slenderman hadn't existed this maybe wouldn't have happened you know what I mean like because like it's more to the point that like I understand what they're talking about that like the internet has given all of this these new ideas and and potential horrifying outcomes to a young generation of impressionable you know teens but at the same time it's like but also we have to yeah we also have to address the fact that those children probably had some sort of mental and psychological disorder to begin with and this is what i was talking about this is what yeah this is what i was talking about with the witch hunt earlier is that like it's so easy to scapegoat these kids or the internet and be like that's the actual problem and not you know talk about the actual mental health issues that are more likely to happen (laughs) yeah absolutely i mean it's like um so i mean the the fuck the book dracula like completely upended a generation you know oh yeah there's i mean i'm sure there's tons of stories of people back in like the fucking 1800s that like fucking were like had mental health issues read dracula and climbed into somebody's fucking attic and while they were sleeping jumped down because they thought they were a bat and like but you know what i mean like there's got to be shit like that that has happened in the past we we covered all of this kyle walked us through all of this and it's still (laughs) happening and so i know it's the fucking joker archetype like the character of the joker yeah it's another same attracts the same kind of thing but uh, th- th- just as a quick aside, uh, I don't have the exact details, but I do remember reading that the the ringleader of the two girls that stabbed the third girl mm-hmm. uh, in court, um, before she was um, given 25 years in a psych ward, uh, she mentioned that she also was speaking to Voldemort and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. So this is just like, you know, this is something that was rich, robust, accessible on the internet, hot topic. Like it just influenced her much like Harry Potter or fucking. If she was born in the 1800s, it could have easily been Dracula. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like dreaming kind of in that way where it's like your mind kind of fills in the blanks of like whatever your psychosis is or like however fucking dreams work. Like you know you see whatever it is earlier in the day and that finds its way into the subconscious of your brain and you dream about it later it's the same thing with like certain mental illnesses where it's like your brain just fills in like i'm crazy and what is the what is causing that what where are the voices coming from and it's just like oh you just watch voldemort you know or harry potter so voldemort is the bad guy or the person that you know is driving these thoughts or the psychosis yeah um so interestingly enough um the internet <laughs> this this community i i still don't know how to really put this into words i'm kind of blown away by the community's response to the stabbings did did they do a good or did they do bad <laughs> they did pretty it's for the internet they did, they did <laughs> yeah. pretty good man well like, check this shit out well, what's up, John? Something that I find very interesting is that I feel like just the the horror and like community in general, the like spooky crew, basically like loves to be scared and creeped out in small doses and like in very controllable environments. They don't like when it crossed over into reality and like when it yeah, actually well, affects things. Yeah, you that, know, it you, breaks the fantasy of yes. the, the horror element, yeah. This response to me actually um, reminds me of being in a pit at a punk show or a metal show. I was and literally going to say yeah, the same fucking thing. Much the same Falling thing. down and then getting picked up right away. Or someone 
fucking stopping the flow. Like mm-hmm. you got a man down, pick him up. So here's what happened. Well, I sorry, but uh, just the one last thing is I think that a lot of that stems from the fact that like when you're in those types of communities where the stakes are very very high, like you have to understand that and you learn it very very quickly. So I think that's where the, a lot of that stems from. Yeah, well, especially in this case because this, sure, like, yeah. Th- I mean, like this this went from 0 to fucking 500, you know what I mean? Yeah. So most of the original blogs that had once been devoted to Slenderman either shut down completely or just became less popular. Um, and oddly enough, uh, it's like Slenderman's presence in the mainstream like pop culture and media actually contributed to a decline in how frightening he seemed to many people. So interesting. In the late 2010s, we saw an <laughs> increase. So weird. I know. It's like saying, you know, the 1920s, but it's the 2010s. Mm-hmm. The late 2010s, we saw an increase in benevolent portrayals of Slenderman, with many depictions of him from this period portraying him as an anti-hero who protects victimized children from bullies, although often by violent means. Mm. Okay. He's, he's, he's a good guy, but he's still got an edge. Now he's a good guy. He only, but he only murders people that, that deserve it. Yeah. He'll fuck you up if you fuck with his own, you know? Mm-hmm. This is sort of that punk Dexter rock. Ar- archetype. That's little, interesting. This is a little Dexter. Still not good. Still not mm. great. But yeah, but they, they but like better. But, but trying. Since, since yeah, the community trying. owned the community owned the what he was. It right. Went, what he's capable of, they're like, well, let's repaint the story. Yeah. Instead of him vying for people's uh, need to be there, become like for people to become proxies and kill for him. Yeah. Like, why not make it so he protects children that he used to oppress or whatever? Sure. So, <laughs> um, in some portrayals of Slenderman, uh, in this new benevolent light, he has a daughter named Skinny Sally. Shut the fuck up. No okay. way. Yep. So, we we made a lot of jokes about Slender <laughs> no, Daddy I held my and tongue. Slender <laughs> Ma'am, but it's all true. Skinny Sally. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Skinny guy is the uncle to Skinny Sally. Yeah. How about so, the, and then her brother Svelte Sam. Svelte Sam. He's Svelte. from he's from across the pond. He's from jolly old England. I like I like Flacco Franklin. That's my boy. Uh <laughs> get more flacco oh god cut kevin oh. cut kevin hell yeah dude <laughs> he's the lawful good character in this family tree he's a little bit of a dummy you know he's, a, he's no, he means he's no, well he's he's no lean leonard though he's no <laughs> lean leonard. <laughs> Okay, so Ugh. skinny Sally, skinny Sally. So, um, <laughs> he uh, he's often portrayed with skinny Sally on his shoulders, like protecting her and being loving toward. It's his daughter, you know. That's cute. But it's supposed to be like protector of children rather than manipulator of children. <laughs> like, the internet was like, "Wait, oh shit, we got some people hurt," or you know, it's not their fault, but they they right. still reacted to what happened. Well, yeah, when you're a part of that community and something like that happens, I'm sure that a part of you feels somewhat responsible, you know what I mean? Yep. For perpetuating whatever the the character is. So, the internet was sick, uh, uh there were, sorry, sick in a good way. The internet, oh, sorry, sick Fucking in a bad way, too. Sick, dude. <laughs> the internet's sick in all contexts. Um, <laughs> in all meanings, and all forms, the internet is sick. But uh, they handled themselves pretty well there. Now, Sony, on the other hand, I think maybe 
So I'm sorry, Sony. <laughs> Sony. Sony Music make, Entertainment. <laughs> did they do a bad? They did a bad. Oh no! <laughs> in well, my opinion, in I, my I mean, opinion, I'm not surprised. Leave it to a corporation to really fuck a situation up more. The Slenderman movie. Oh my! Oh what? fuck! I forgot about this. That was I remember by Sony hearing put that on. I remember hearing about this for like a week. <laughs> yeah. So the film generated considerable controversy soon after it was announced, with many accusing the filmmakers of trying to capitalize on the Waukesha yep. stabbing. Yeah, I do remember this vaguely. Yep. Uh, the father of, I believe, the uh, the stabby, um, the deceased. <laughs> No, no, she survived. She survived. Oh, what? Oh, she, I she crawled. Yeah, she crawled out of the woods to the road to a service road and was found. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. Yeah. I I, oh. I, the front the front end was going long because we kept making jokes, but I was trying oh, to do like sure. a doo -doo -doo -doo, like intro, <laughs> but it didn't really work um, because we like to make jokes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she crawled to the road and survived. So her father said. Uh, it's absurd they want to make a movie like this. All they're doing is extending the pain of all three of these families. Um, the, all that, the pain that all three of these families have gone through. Um, the progressive advocacy group Care2 created an online petition, petition which received uh, 19,000 signatures, which isn't a lot, uh, yeah. demanding the, that the film not be released, labeling the film crass commercialism at its worst and a naked cash grab built on the exploitation exploitation of deeply traumatic event and the people who lived it. Jesus. Sony representatives insisted that the film was based on the fictional character that had become popular online and not on the Waukesha stabbing, which probably true, but also there's bad gotta be yeah, yeah, fine, bad, but like, bad timing. Read the room, yeah. guys. Like, okay, Sonic the Hedgehog is going to come out, right? But the people <laughs> of the internet don't like the way Sonic looks, so they hold on to it, redo the entire Sonic thing, and then release it. Yeah. That was also yeah. Sony, wasn't it? I think I so. Know. I mean, no. but he, I, well, I mean, matter. either way, that that's, that's like... an entirely different episode. I, yeah, 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 exactly. That's actually would be a Holy great episode. Holy shit, that'd be a fun as fuck episode. Um... But I mean, even I know I understand the comparison you're making, but I mean, if something like this, if 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 a famous hedgehog was murdered, they'd probably not put out the Sonic movie. You know what I mean? Like a, no. a, a person was like stabbed almost to death. Harlan, this is no coming... witch hunt thing. This is. Yeah, Salem. yeah. This is yeah. this is this is actually it. This is what's happening. Right, right. Sure. Two, I mean, on one side of the fence, that's what it is. On the other side, it's crass. Yeah, exactly. So tone deaf <laughs> and burn the wit. Yeah, tone deaf is probably fair in general here. Yeah. Um, like um when nine eleven happened, fucking chop suey by system of down was taken off the radio. You couldn't I remember that. Like mm -hmm. a lot of censorship happened around that event, which I know is a pretty fucking huge event. Uh and this is a singular stabbing based off an internet meme. Um, and you're calling for a movie not to be released. I, yeah. I get the difference, but like, you know, people Things in media like go down like because of real life actions. Sure. Yeah. Art imitating life and all that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> movie came out August 2018 and uh, it bombed. Um, <laughs> now, oh, sorry. I've never even heard of it. So do, do you think it would have bombed regardless of what happened to this girl? Probably. No. no? Oh, you think so, it would have oh, been? I'm, I'm sorry. I miss... Yes, it would have bombed. But yeah. actually, it's a bad is, movie in general, is what I'm trying to say, right? Actually, mm -hmm. let me let me um. I think it bombed in, in comparison to like 
you know, James Cameron's avatar numbers, but well, yeah, <laughs> check this out. It had a it had a ten million dollar budget, and it actually went on to gross several times it. So I think it was actually successful on yeah. those terms. But if a movie only makes like thirty million bucks these days, that's like oh my gosh, guys. Yeah. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score of this is? Don't I'm look gonna, it up. I'm, I'm gonna say thirty percent. Yeah. Thirty. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say one percent. Eight. Oh, <laughs> what? Damn. Eight tomatoes. Wow. Yes. So, so pretty bad. John, yeah, is there a tasty t- top tier numbers? Is there a tasty uh, uh, soundbite there? there? You could no. uh, you could you could wing at us like a a quick one liner about how bad the movie was. Oh no, I would have to go find a, a a review, and that was that was the last podcast that we did. So um. sure, yeah. <laughs> let's not review these reviews. Um, let's see what else <laughs> well, I can say. Here, here you go. Here's one. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought the boogeyman was slender, wait till you see this film. What? (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) But I guess I will now. Uh, Maybe I'll understand that reveal. Yeah, I have no idea. Wow, this is... Okay, so this is my last little bit of thing I have here. (laughs) And I want to... It's kind of heavy hitting. Um, David L. Ehrlich of uh, IndieWire gave the film a D, writing a tasteless... Sorry. That's too, I was thinking Toothless for some reason from How to Change Your Dragon. Good movie. A tasteless and inedibly undercooked serving of the internet's stalest creepypasta, Slenderman aspires to be for the YouTube era what the ring was to last gaps, gasps of the VHS generation. But there's one fundamental difference that sets the two movies apart. The hmm. ring is good and Slenderman is terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking brutal. Jesus. A nail in Ehrlich. the coffin. He fucking went all fandom. in. <laughs> it's so fucking funny to me. I love when people are just fucking rude for like, like just like out of like, and like not like in a smart way. The ring is good and Slenderman is terrible. <laughs> like that's really funny to me. So yeah, <laughs> that, that was what I uh, had for us to talk about uh, regarding Slenderman. What uh, what closing thoughts do you boys have? Um, don't believe the internet. Yeah, a little simplification, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job, John. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean it's it's all the same. It's got all the same things as as any like controversy surrounding something that old people don't fully understand you know like mm-hmm. the the witch hunt thing the or, or even more of like young people don't necessarily understand because that like, too as, sure as an outside observer as like somebody who saw some of what was happening i was like okay yeah that that just seems like a like the internet version of scary stories you tell in the dark kind of thing right yeah, well, I mean, it goes both ways in in like you know different respects. Like, obviously, children mm-hmm. aren't developed enough to fully understand some of these things that are coming out of the internet or any media. But on the other hand, too, you have old people who, in reporting it and trying to figure out how to prosecute stuff like this or sort of handle these situations, they they immediately go to the most obvious conclusion which is Mm -hmm. just it's the internet it's the thing where it came from not like all the other factors that are involved in a really really complicated situation um so it's it's uh it's obviously a sad sad thing that happened but the way (laughs) fucking people reacted is like yep 
That makes sense because we do it all the time and it's really fucking frustrating. I think one of the biggest differences between like then and now as far as like what we're talking about is where if somebody gave you the scary stories book and you read it and you were like, man, this is really creepy. I think like one of these things is real. And then you talk to your friends and they're like, well, it's just a book, idiot. Like (laughs) that would be that would be the the end of it. But like in this day and age, you could just you have a box with a bazillion channels that will tell you, yeah, "Yeah, you're right. It's real. And then you you find someone online who who agrees with you. Yeah. Yeah. And egg you on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like flat earthers. Exactly. Oh boy! You know, every my episode least... is a revelation in the things that we've missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my my least my least favorite part about Slenderman because I actually I actually think Slenderman's interesting and I I was like I I I was not unaware of Slenderman. I was like into it. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. this guy is this is a great creation. Just a, being a, a man of a uh, purveyor of the spooky. Yeah, objectively I, uh, a cool idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really hate. What I really hate about him, guys, what really grinds my gears... <laughs> what ticks the, you off? The nickname that he has, which is Slendy. No. Oh, they call him Slendy. Oh, that sounds like he's got a plush toy that you could buy. D- I'm no. sure you could buy a plush toy of Slenderman at this point. I bet you oh, someone's made it. That, hey... Wish.com. That fucking <laughs> grosses me out. Slendy? Yeah. No, thank you. Yikes. Yeah, so... uh Slendy's the worst thing ever. That's what I've learned. <laughs> That's good. I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing, Kyle. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.